With Israel having launched an all-out assault on the Palestinians trapped in the occupied Gaza territory, large rallies calling for an immediate ceasefire and an end to the apartheid system maintained by Israel have broken out across the United States and the world, though they have largely been ignored by the mainstream American media. While most condemn the killing of civilians by any party, whether Hamas or Israel, they also say that the treatment of Gaza as an open-air prison or concentration camp by Israel must end, along with the role of the United States in allowing such war crimes to continue. The United States has repeatedly blocked UN resolutions for a ceasefire. A number of rallies have taken place in the capital district, including one on Sunday by the local Muslim community. HMM covered a rally at the Capitol on Friday, October 27, that was initiated by a Pakistani student at a local uh, medical college with support from groups like Jewish Voices for Peace and the Palestinian Rights Committee of the Capitol District. One Israeli citizen spoke while holding her six-month-old son, her voice breaking as she thought about other parents being forced to worry about medical treatment for their children at a time when all electricity and water has been cut off in Gaza and many medical facilities have been under attack. The fate of children was in the minds of many. We hear from three speakers, Taina Akhtar, the Pakistani student who initiated the event, Tom Ellis of the Palestinian Rights Committee, and Samira Sanger of Saratoga Black Lives Matter. So my name is Kaina Akhtar, and I don't really, I'm not really representing a specific organization today. I kind of held this rally in hopes everyone would come with no organizations or affiliations. And I wanted to hold this rally because when I was four years old and I moved to America, it was three months before 9-11. And seeing all of the after effects that my people in Pakistan and Afghanistan had to go through, this is just another reminder of that. And I see the world reacting the same way it did a few years ago. And it's just heartbreaking that we're repeating the same mistakes all over again. And how would you say that they are reacting at the moment? I think we've been working so hard over the past like 10, 12 years to kind of get rid of this Islamophobic um, rhetoric out of the general population. And we had been doing so well, I mean, in my own personal opinion, but I've been hearing reports of students being um, treated unfairly, um, not feeling comfortable speaking up in the classrooms, in the middle schools, in the high schools. Um, so I... I want to make sure that they know that they still have a voice and they still can speak up for what they believe in. Now, you are a medical student, and so obviously one of the concerns has been a number of people uh, in Gaza and was in Israel who have been injured. But, you know, what sort of the perspective of the medical community as this type of uh, carnage taking place? Yeah, so i not a medical student, a Ph.D. student. I think that sometimes in our classrooms we would be reminded of the Hippocratic Oath and how we should care for everyone equally regardless of race and religion and bringing that rhetoric in I think it's valid but at the same time the, the things that are happening in, in the hospital there, there's no way to not take sides and, and to speak up for the people who are truly being hurt every single day for the children who are losing their lives every single day. 
And if any of our, you know, top elected officials, President Biden was to walk by, what, what would you say to the president and our, and our leadership at this moment? What should they be doing? I am so disappointed. To be honest, I really do want to speak to Governor Kathy specifically because when she became governor, I felt so mixed emotions were everywhere because she was one of the first women governors that we have. Um, and just to see her failing so badly, um, not having that compassion, it's so sad. Um, I think women in power often forget um, that it's okay to still have compassion and humanity. And I hope that Kathy remembers that instead of what is politically correct for her. Thank you very much. So one of the other participants uh, is Tom Ellis of the Palestinian Rights Committee. And on the way over, uh, Tom, you were mentioning that the media is not doing a particularly good job explaining what is going on. What are some of the points that people need to hear that may not be getting from the mainstream media at this point about the situation in, in Gaza and Israel? Well, there's a couple of things. One of them is that in nearly all of the written news analysis and in the audio and video that I've heard, that the core of the issue was never discussed. You know, why do the Palestinians and the Israelis continue to fight against each other? Why can't they resolve this conflict? And I think the reason that they can't resolve the conflict is because the leaders of Israel adhere to uh, a Zionist ideology, which is basically a Jewish supremacist ideology, that the Israeli Jews are going to make all the decisions in, in Israel and in Palestine, and that the Palestinians are just going to have to put up with it. And that mindset also justifies the ethnic cleansing that's been going on for 75 years and the massacres and the pogroms and the house demolitions that's occurring now. So the solution of the conflict, I think, cannot occur until the leaders of Israel eliminate that extreme form of Zionism and accept that the Palestinians have at least as much right to live there as, they, as Jewish people do and that they have at least as much right to total equality, one person, one vote. Everybody has the same rights, one system of government, one system of laws, one system of justice. Now, it has been remarkable in many ways that the, the amount of support on the streets uh, for uh, Palestinian rights here in the United States, but that is not at all translated into any changes positions of you know, the political leadership, starting with, with President Biden, but certainly here in New York, across the board. Why in particular is the Democratic Party seemingly so disconnected from their own base of support on this particular issue? Uh, I'm not certain, but I think part of it has to do with that. For decades, the leaders of Israel and some American Jewish leaders and a lot of American politicians have demonized the Palestinians, calling them terrorists and animals. And when you demonize people, you don't really see their humanity. And demonizing people leads to pogroms and murders and assassinations and to the genocide. And, you know, Jewish people should know that better than anybody because they've been subjected to horrific slurs for 2,000 years. And it culminated in the Holocaust 80 years ago. So I think that if the American politicians could get away from that language or stop calling Palestinians terrorists and animals and start thinking of them as real people who have real rights, then maybe they wouldn't be so willing to finance and support the, the killing of them. Thank you, Tom Ellis, Palestinian Rights Committee. Next, we hear from Samira Sanger of Black Lives Matter. But the, but fact, the fact is that, that I, I 
and, and Saratoga BLM and all black movements fight for the liberation of oppressed people. And this is, in my opinion, this is not a war, right? This is a genocide. This is a one-sided fight. I'm happy that we mentioned the West Bank and how Hamas is not even in the West Bank. And I'm not gonna forget the years and decades of ethnic cleansing, the bombings on Eid every single year. I'm not gonna forget that this literally checks off all 10 stages of genocide. I really, I, I don't have much to say. I felt compelled to come up here. I felt compelled from the, pe from the people speaking today. There's ceasefire, right? Yeah, we want a ceasefire. We want the end of genocide. But in my opinion, Palestinians need autonomy over their own land. People in Africa, we fight for liberation in Africa, in Niger, where they just kicked out the French. How about that? Apartheid, just like in South Africa, just like we fight against the settler colonialism in Palestine. And you know, it just makes me think about how we shouldn't even be here. None of us in the U.S. The U.S. was made from genocide. Thank to Moses Nagel for helping with the audio. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.